Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Xtreme. My name is Zach, and yet again, I am alone today, but not in spirit. I got a special request to try something new, and we're going to give it a shot. So today, here is a story about a story about my uncle. Now, those of you who may be unfamiliar, a story about my uncle is a first-person platforming game. It's not something that I'm just making up. It was created in 2014, uh, fairly short in length, maybe about four levels, I believe, um, focusing mainly on platforming. Now, the story itself is interesting. It does feel like a story that you would hear about a distant relative when you were a kid. If your parents were creative enough to come up with stories like that. I can't say that mine were, but you know what? They tried their best, so I'll give them, I'll give them props. But anyway, the story for those of you who have not played it, is about a young boy who finds a portal to another world in his uncle's attic and subsequently goes to explore said new world using the quote-unquote adventure suit to sling his way across every gap and make it forward and progress the story. Most of the game's mechanics rely around this function. Slinging your way across. That's the thing. That's, that's, that's the game. See, I wish there was more to it that I could talk to you about. But that's it. You swing yourself using uh, your slingshot, grabbing onto rock formations that are floating through the air grab onto the rock that has the glowing blue marking on it and then wait until centrifugal force launches you into the correct path and then land on the next platform and then rinse and repeat. Now, it does switch up a little bit in terms of the challenges that you do have to master to move forward. Some of them require precision moving only at specific times. Some of them require that you use that centrifugal force to launch yourself forward in different directions while only course correcting a few times. And some of them require quick reflexes in terms of making sure you are at the correct platforms at the correct times. But all in all, it is still using the exact same function, grappling on to random points that you can grapple on to. Yes, you can't grapple on to everything. You can grapple on to certain things. And they make that semi-clear in terms of the blue markings on those objects. But when you're flying through a veritable asteroid field... It's hard to sometimes see what you need to grab onto, which then leads you back to the last checkpoint, which may or may not be in the place that you expect 
Granted, the checkpointing system is fairly generous, so it's usually not too much of a problem. The issue with the game lies in the fact that there's not much else to do aside from I know it sounds dumb to say that it's a first person platforming game what else do you want from it but that's the thing I think there could have been more here specifically with the types of challenges that they throw at you mainly because the main challenge that you will inc- that you will get through is just grabbing onto floating rocks or floating objects and slinging yourself to the next platform. There are no enemies to speak of. There are no huge obstacles that you may need to throw yourself over. There are no challenges, save for one challenge, which I will talk about later. It really does just seem like you you if you've played the first area in the game you've played the entire game it it does increase in difficulty and it does convey somewhat what needs to be done but again i like conveyance through gameplay and their conveyance is mainly through talking which, again, it's a story about, you know, the uncle, so it's a good narrative loophole to, you know, explain how the suit works to a child because it fits in the narrative of the story. So I'm going to give it a pass. Just this once. (laughs) But granted, it's still a fun game. I might be slagging on it a bit, but it was fun. It was a cheap little romp through a first-person platformer. I enjoyed it. Except for one part. Except for Maddie's challenge. have the how can i say this i have the marty mcfly problem if anybody remembers back to the future of course you do if you're listening to this podcast i have the marty mcfly problem where somebody calls you a proverbial chicken or says you can't do it i will beat my head against a wall trying to prove them wrong and that's exactly what happens here in maddie's challenge 
Now to back up, there is a section halfway into the game where Maddie challenges you to get through a certain segment without using your grapple, only using your jumps. Which is fine, but you only have three distinct jump types that really don't vary in terms of the error percentage. You have a normal short jump, a very high jump, and a very long jump. Now what I say when there's no variable error percentage is that the high jump really does only go high. It really does not allow for lengthwise travel. The same thing for the lengthwise traveling long jump. It does not allow for a lot of upward mobility. So there's not a lot of room for error. Now, the problem is that every time you mess up or you instinctively pull to use the grapple, Maddie says the same dialogue. I told you you couldn't do it. Just imagine hearing that after the entire game relying on that function. You're going to instinctively use it when you're falling to try and save yourself. But then right as you use it, I knew you couldn't do it. And then just as I'm about to finish the section and move on, I fall off and restart. Because I'm not going to let her have the satisfaction of saying that. So you practice, and you practice, and you practice, and you beat your head against the goddamn wall, even if some of these jumps are ridiculous, and you figure out the exact right pathing and pattern to make this situation work. All the while, you're still hearing, I told you you couldn't do it. It's like friggin' PTSD, or some shit, I don't even know. Thankfully, I did end up doing it. And I did not feel that sense of accomplishment that you should normally feel after beating a challenge like that. It felt like I wanted to punch my monitor. So if you have a challenge, or you're ever setting up a challenge like that, where every time you fail, based on the fact that you have set up an environment where you are reliant on a mechanic and then suddenly say you cannot use this mechanic for a challenge and then proceed to ridicule the player every time they do what you have trained them to do you gotta change that While the gameplay is nothing to write home about, the story is very good. Let me read you a quick synopsis. A story about my uncle is a story about a man telling his daughter a story about when he was her age, he ended up going on a fantastical adventure. It started by finding a launch pad in his uncle's attic, which, after donning the adventure suit that also was in his uncle's attic, 
he proceeded to activate, which then sent him through to a magical place. A cave populated by frog people. In this cave, the father found a young frog girl named Maddie, who wished to accompany him on his journey to find his Uncle Fred. They swung through the caves using the adventure suit, facing many challenges. Most notably in this cave, a gigantic one-eyed worm that blocked their path. After sneaking around the worm, they exit the caves and find another village of frog people. These ones, more technologically advanced than those in the cave. They have been seduced by the power of crystals that the elders in the caves told them not to use. And they have made floating cities and made fantastical machines. This village is full of what they call in the caves strays. The strays then lead you to one of their airships that can take you to where they last saw Fred, in the Ice Mountain. But before you head off to the Ice Mountain, Maddie decides to stay in the stray village. Being an inventor herself, she saw that the people in this village accepted her for what she really was and what she really wanted to do. So you say your goodbyes. And move on to the ice cave. You make your way up the cave spire. And at one point, your boots break from a slight fall. But find tools that your uncle left behind in the cave to fix them. Finally, after swinging through perilous areas full of floating rocks and falling debris, you finally reach a twisting stairwell. At the end of it, is your Uncle Fred. Fred tells you that he's very happy to see you, and he's sorry he hasn't been home because he's been so busy with his research. He tells you that he made the frog people from eggs he had found and created crystals as power for them. He then says that he just made a launch pad that will take him back to the real world so he can share this research with his colleagues. You tell your uncle about the adventure you've been on, and all the people you've met. And you tell him about Maddie. He then decides he must stay with his creations because they need him, and tells you to use the pad to get home. You then launch back into your uncle's attic, and the story's over. It's a very good story, I've got to say. It's... it's, it's the kind of story that you would, as a father, tell your son or daughter. So in that way, I'll give the theming, I'll give the theming a great, a great job. Good job. Good job, theming. <laughs> anyway. So that's it. A story about my uncle. It's a it's a good game. You know what? Not something I would immediately recommend. But if you have some free time on your hands and a few extra bucks, I would say go give it a shot. 
this is a bit of an extra short episode. Mainly because I didn't actually have too much to talk about (laughs) with this game, it being so short and all. But, if you want me to put put a game on a backlog that I can play it again some point, when maybe Joey or I cannot be together for the moment to talk about our normally scheduled programming, please feel free to message, uh, send us an email uh, at it's the extreme. That's I T S T H E X S T R E A M at gmail.com. And I'll be sure to take a look at the games that you play or that you want me to play. And I'll put them on the back burner. I'm not promising that they'll be played immediately, but they will be played. I promise. So either way, thank you again for listening because that's really what matters. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.